0: Section on speaking with other tongues, which is the main physical evidence that uh, surrounds the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And specifically in today's teaching, we want to have a look at the blessing that is available to the saints in being able to be led by the Holy Spirit in their Christian walk. Um, and so the passage of scripture we'll open up with, we're going to have a look at two passages and then we're going to talk around the concept of We want to understand how it is that um, praying in tongues um, enables a saint to be led of the Holy Spirit or helps, assists the saint to be led of the Holy Spirit in the affairs of life. Scripture in Romans chapter 8, verse 14 to 27 says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Verse 16. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. Verse 23. Not only that, but we also who have had the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves grown within ourselves, eagerly waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our body. Verse 26. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And then the other passage of Scripture we want to look at is in Galatians chapter 5, verse 18. But if you are led by the Spirit... You are not under the law and so one of the concepts that we learn uh, under the new covenant is that the saints had this uh, ability given to them by the lord to be led by the holy spirit now this um, feature of the christian walk is unique to this dispensation for the saints under the old covenant had no access to this blessing of being able to be led by the Holy Spirit. Now, when I say led by the Holy Spirit, um, there are various aspects to the Christian life that the Holy Spirit will lead us and guide us in. You recall our Lord Jesus when He was on the earth. He said that when He, the Spirit of Truth, has come, talking about the Holy, Holy Spirit, He will lead you and guide you into all truth, speaking about the truth of the Word of God. And so that's a another aspect that the Holy Spirit um, employs in the life of the believer and that he leads us and guides us into all truth. The Apostle John put it this way in that he said, you guys don't need anyone to teach you because you have the anointing on the inside of you and that anointing teaches you. And when he said you don't need anyone to teach you, he, he was not saying that, well you know, you can just read your own Bible and you don't need to listen to the Lord's ministers, because that's not his intention. He was, if you go read the passage in context, he was saying you can assess that which is being taught by one of the Lord's ministers as to whether that is the truth of the gospel or not. And he says that anointing, the Holy Spirit, which resides within you, will teach you this is of God, you can listen to it, this is not of God, you should avoid it. And so that's the concept that the Apostle John was putting across to us. But that's just one aspect of being led by the Holy Spirit, because God is interested in every facet of our lives, not only in our spiritual life, but also in our natural life as well. Um, he his, his perfect will for our lives does not only involve uh, things in the Spirit, but it also involves uh, things in the natural, i.e what decisions we make with with regards to what jobs that we take, um, what job opportunities we take, uh, where we're going to live, what churches we're going to go attend, things like that. The Holy Spirit, God the Father, God the Son, our Lord Jesus, um, have their perfect will for us in every one of those aspects. And so, as I say, the blessedness that the saint has under the new covenant is that we can and in fact should be led by the Holy Spirit who resides within each one of our spirits. Now, as I say, the saints under the Old Covenant did not have access to this blessing. Why? Because they never had the Holy Spirit living on the inside of them. Um, Under the Old Covenant, if you wanted to know what God's will for your life was, you would have to go to the prophet, and he would then go seek uh, God's counsel, he would then come back to you and he would say, thus saith the Lord. Um, so whatever it is that you were uh, wanting to find out from God, think about Saul when he was sent by his father to go look for the, the donkeys that had been lost. They went to Samuel, him and his servant, went to Samuel to find out. You know, how do we find out where these donkeys are? Samuel if you go read the account, gave him the answer, they said the donkeys have already been found. And then Samuel obviously dealt with some other issues. But that's how the saints under the Old Covenant received guidance from the Lord. They had to go to the prophet. Why? Because they did not have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of them. Even the prophet who was anointed by the Holy Spirit to be able to give guidance to the children of Israel didn't have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of him. Uh, That Holy Spirit rested upon him and anointed him um, and he was able to give guidance to the, the church, uh, not the church, the children of Israel. Um, and so under the new covenant, things have changed because every one of the Lord's saints have God himself living on the inside of them. And that is why under the new covenant, it is not the counsel of God that we go to prophets and say, you know, can you find out from God what his will is for my life? Uh, you get uh, businessmen, they won't make a decision unless they Christian businessmen who won't make a decision unless they have spoken to some prophetess to give them guidance. And that is completely unscriptural under the new covenant. Why do I say that? Because the scripture is very clear. For as many as are led by what? The Spirit of God. These are the sons of God. Then he goes on to explain how the Spirit leads us. Verse 16. The Spirit himself bears witness where? With our spirits. And we are children of God. And so, Again, as I say, the, um, a real blessing given to the body of Christ is that we have this capacity and this ability to be led by the Holy Spirit in every facet of our lives, in every area of our lives, and so we should never make any major decisions without first checking up with the Holy Spirit, what is His witness in our spirits as to His counsel, for that decision we wanted to make and you will find that you will always receive the witness now again it's just you sometimes spiritual things are hard to get across in the natural but let's just um, unpack it to to some degree the Holy Spirit that dwells within our spirits is God and he knows God's perfect will for the scripture says um, in verse 27 now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is that's talking about God the Father who searches the hearts of men now he knows what the mind of the Spirit is talking about the Holy Spirit why because he the Holy Spirit makes intercession for the Saints according to the will of God so the Holy Spirit always knows what God's perfect will is for every single saint all of the time don't forget if we really um, tap into this uh, realm, we can know God's perfect will for our lives at all times. Because God knows what His perfect will for our lives is at all times. God the Holy Spirit knows that. God the Holy Spirit dwells within our spirits. So He knows. And again, if you, you know, if you just... Um, one of the things our Lord said that the Holy Spirit would do when He comes is that... He would show us things to come, John 16, verse 13. What that means is, is that no saint should experience any major event in their lives that they weren't prepared for beforehand. Why? Because the Holy Spirit shows us things to come. And so we should always know, whether it be good or bad, by the way, because don't forget, God doesn't always, you know, you get this distorted teaching that if it's bad news, then it's not God. Um, But if it's good news, then it's God. No, that's not true. Uh, Think about uh, Agabus standing up in the church in Antioch and saying, there's going to to be a a famine throughout the earth. Now, that was bad news. But nevertheless, God prepared his saints for the famine that was going to come. So he told them things to come so that they could prepare for them. And so God does that. He he, um, imparts that kind of information to his saints so that they can... uh, avoid the situation or prepare for it if they have to go through it as in the case of the churches in Judea they had to go through that particular famine Um, but again the the Holy Spirit knows everything about our lives and every aspect of our lives as per what is the will of God for our lives now what the Holy Spirit does is that he shares that information with our spirits. Go back to verse 16 of Romans 8. The Spirit himself, picking up the Holy Spirit, bears witness where? With our spirits that we are children of God. And so every saint of God should never doubt their salvation. Why? Because they had the witness on the inside of them that they are in fact children of God. That witness is there and uh, God the Holy Spirit always assures us that we're His children. Now, as the Holy Spirit bears witness with our spirits that we're His children, so it is that He bears witness with our spirits as to every other aspect of our lives. And so, um, our, our spirit knows what the will of the Father is for our lives at all times. Why? Because the Spirit of, of, of God dwells within our spirits and He does not withhold any information pertaining to our lives From our spirits Uh, there's nothing secret from that point of view and so our spirits are always fully aware of what the will of the father is for our lives whatever that might be why because the holy spirit inside our spirits is consistently bearing witness with our spirits this is what this is what god wants you to do this is what god does not want you to do and so in our spirits we know the perfect will of god at all times so the problem comes around with the believer how do we get that that perfect knowledge that resides in our spirits up into our understanding because we live in this realm through our understanding the way we think is the way we behave and so when we're thinking about making a decision And when we are about to make a decision, we will always make the decision based on our understanding. And so what the Christian needs to learn to do is to draw the understanding of our spirits up into our minds so that our minds can focus on that which the Holy Spirit is telling our spirits about the situation. That's the key. If we can get our minds to focus on what the, the witness of the our spirit is then we can make the decision in accordance with the leading and guidance of the Holy Spirit now that takes time because it's not a case of you know well all right we'll just you know check up on our spirit what should we do and we'll know and then we'll just act in, in that manner not at all one of the bless one of the real wait let me put this back one of the ways that we get our minds to focus on what our spirits have to say about a situation is to pray in other tongues because again in being led by the holy spirit in this passage of scripture in in romans the apostle paul links it very closely to prayer because he talks about the spirit himself making the intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered now the groanings or the signs that he's speaking about Emanates from our spirits, it doesn't come from our understanding. And so, tongues also emanate from our spirit, not from our understanding. And so, if we're going to know the will of God in any given situation, it is incumbent upon us to give ourselves over to begin to pray in the spirit, pray with other tongues around the situation. Now, what happens when we do that, our minds start to become focused on what our spirits are trying to say to us. And we will perceive, it's, as I say, it's it's, difficult to put across in, in natural language, that which transpires in the spirit. But we will begin to perceive with our understanding that which our spirit is wanting to communicate to us, which he's already picked up from the Holy Spirit regarding the situation. And so as we pray in tongues, And it it doesn't just happen instantly. It it takes time. You have to give yourself over to praying in in tongues for a period of time, allowing your mind to begin to focus on that which your spirit is saying as you pray. Because now you're bringing a decision before the Lord. Lord, I want your counsel. Should I take this job opportunity, yes or no? And so I'm gonna now pray for your guidance. And I will, give, I will now pray with my spirit, because my understanding, I don't know what your guidance is. I need your guidance in this area. And so I'm going to now pray with my spirit about this. And so we begin to then pray in other tongues about this situation. So now your spirit is praying specifically for that situation. Your mind is now having to pick up what your spirit is praying so that we can get the guidance that our spirit already knows um, in, in 1 Corinthians 14 the Apostle Paul talking around the gift on diverse kind of tongues he said let, he, let him who prays in a tongue pray that he may or let him who speaks in a tongue sorry pray that he may interpret now he's talking primarily about giving a divine utterance in other tongues so that uh, the church can be edified and that's why he says then pray that he may interpret so that when he speaks out the interpretation everybody is edified, but that same principle can be brought across into our prayer life, and so we can we can ask our Father that we can pray that we can interpret that which our spirit is praying, and it will happen that God will then um, give us understanding of that which we already know in our spirits, but we give that comes about as we pray with groanings which cannot be uttered and also as we pray with uh, our spirits in other tongues and as I say it takes time. Now what happens is, is that you find thoughts starting to come up in your mind around the situation that you hadn't thought of before and those thoughts are coming from your spirit. God is now giving guidance in that particular area it may be that the thoughts that you had about your situation are still continue coming up. Now, that would then be um, your spirit and the Holy Spirit confirming to you that what you were thinking about and, and your decision that you were going to make is in fact in line with the will of God. You can go ahead and act on that. But within, there's also then the, 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 the peace that you have on the inside of your spirit. Because don't forget, We have this witness in our spirits that we're children of God. So we know that we're children of God. People can come along to us and say to us, you're not a child of God because you didn't get baptized in water or you didn't do this or you didn't do that. And, you know, we, we laugh at that because we just know on the inside of us we have the witness on the inside of us we're children of God. Now that same witness that we have about that. We will also have about whatever situation we're bringing before the Lord in prayer, um, he will bear witness. We will perceive it in our spirits. We'll just have this assurance as knowing this decision you can make. That you can go in this direction. You can take this job opportunity or no, stay away from that. That's not what God's will is for you at this time. Ignore that. Don't make that. Don't go in that direction. And so that's how we get led to, by the Holy Spirit as He bears witness with our spirits. And one of the primary ways that we bring that um, witness into the realm of our understanding is by praying with other tongues. It is so important that believers uh, give themselves over to praying in other tongues as they don't make any major decision in life without first going to the Lord in prayer through the Spirit. In other words, praying with other tongues. And get the confirmation on the inside of you first before you make a decision and no matter how good that decision might look in the natural until you've got the confirmation in your spirit and your mind is now picking up what this your spirit is in fact impressing upon your mind yes you can do this no you can't do this um, when you have um, peace inside of you okay I can do this go ahead and do it if there's, if there's no rest there's no peace there, uh, there's an uncomfortableness there, then don't do it. Don't make that uh, decision. Stay away from it. But it it all comes about, it is helped by praying in the Spirit, praying with other tongues. And that's as far as we're going to get with regards to this particular physical manifestation um, around the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, our second encounter that we have with the Holy Spirit, and we'll continue with other physical manifestations uh, in the rest of this series, but we'll close with the teaching on that.